then we put people first in our pursuit for how we are influencing them. We can become greater ourselves, which continues to lift them up. The podcast hosted by Joe Dietrich, Joe on the Mic, Leader Talk, tackles various leadership strategies that cover self-development, self-leadership, including spiritual and physical health of leaders. This podcast will feature guests ranging from military leaders, thought leaders, health and nutrition leaders, spiritual leaders, nonprofit leaders, and many more. Hello, hello, hello. It was an awesome time. It was an awesome five days of growing in our leadership capacity and understanding what it looks like to be a people first leader in Christ. And that's what it all boiled down to. And I'm so excited and so thankful for all of our participants that, that showed up, made those comments, participated. So glad and so uh, thankful for all of our speakers that came on, how they showed up, bringing so much value, so much just experience and knowledge and the grace and the wisdom and God that we all need to have as people first leaders. And it goes back down to this. When we're, when this whole thing was being uh, drawn up and derived, it was, it was led by God. Because I was asking God, you know, when we went to the Power of Proverbs, and that was such an awesome time uh, with the men. A lot of men were transformed, coming closer to God, because that was the whole point of it, is how when we do things, how we can bring people closer to understanding the true nature of God and that He loves us. So the Power of Proverbs helped us to see how can we get closer to God? How can we get more authority and power into our lives? And it was coming back to understanding who God is, his love for us, and what he wants to work in us and through us. So that was a powerful time. Uh, and then after that, I was like, look, God, what do you want? What's, what's, what's next? What's next on the agenda? Because I wanted to make sure to serve you, to serve all the people out there that it was led by God's love and grace and wisdom. And you know what? This whole thing came up about people first leadership. And I'm so thankful because, you know, during this time of planning, there was a, there was some times of discouragement. But there was other people out there that helped me along through God's grace and God's wisdom and said, no, you know what? This is bigger than us because we need to know what people first leadership looks like. And it goes back to uh, the, the verse that came up out of this whole thing. It was John uh, out of John 13, 35. It says, all will know you are my disciples if you have love for one another. And that's the love of God, the agape love, not the, the love that we think that is said all the time, but having true love for one another. And it, it was said multiple times during this summit that the biggest thing that Jesus ever told us, the greatest of all commandments, if we're going to live by them, these two things Jesus said was most important, that we love God and then love your neighbor as yourself. And then it goes back to being a people first leader is that we have to understand God's love and how deep it is and how wide it is for our own lives. So therefore, after we have learned that and, and built our foundations, 
we can be that people first leader because then we can pour into others and to create other leaders and people that understand that it's not about us. Ultimately, it's about God and his love for us, working through us to help others to grow in their capacity, to experience the potential that every person has. And that's what we were learning. The whole crux and foundation was based upon that verse, John in John 13, 35. And then from the outgrowth of that was develop, equip, and then deploy. And each speaker came on here wonderfully, eloquently, spirit-led, gave us the tools that we needed to understand. The first day, it was all about not being busy because we know as, as leaders, we can get busy doing stuff. And then we forget the why. We forget the most important people that are around us. We, we start becoming focused on the doing and not being the people that God wants us to be and helping those that are around us that we need to help that need us in that leadership capacity, not the way we think leadership needs to be. And we talked about the dichotomy of that. We went over the different things, but you can see that in the, uh, the pre-training. But the first day I was talking about getting away from the busyness, getting back to the presence of God and his leadership so we can get those wonderful downloads that we need to be the people first leaders. And then Tuesday, we talked about mindset. Victoria and, and Bobby uh, Petroselli came in and gave us golden nuggets about mindset. Wednesday was about purpose and how we need to get our purpose back. James and Jeff was just bringing in some, some knowledge about how we need to get the real true and purpose and direction from God and how we can do it. And they gave us tools for that. Thursday was about having a proper vision. Wow. I mean, it was so awesome how Chris uh, ties. And then he started giving us those developmental tools that we need. And then James Mejias came in. It's like, here are some more extra tools that you can add to your toolbox to get that vision that God wants you to have for your purpose here on this earth. And then Friday, we have Arena Currington, Elsa Flores Lloyd came in and brought it home strong about developing and overcoming the trials and tribulations of life and in incorporating a newness of mind, a newness of heart into your family and how that leadership looks like. Here are some highlights from Johnny Dobbs and David Mendoka. In people first leadership, allowing God to minister to us, this person first has to communicate with God before I can minister that to someone else, Joe. You have to have that word first. You have to do your diligence, your study, all, all the things that you do in preparation. And I know you put in a lot of time, but and, and that comes out after you have had that personally. OK, so while Martha is caught up in the work, Mary's caught up in the word. There, there's a difference. She was caught up in the word. Ma Martha was hosting Jesus, but she wasn't enjoying his presence. She was working to serve him, but missing out on the work that Jesus wanted to do in her. And we, as 
productive people, people who are making an impact, making a difference in the world, we can get so consumed with these things that we're doing, the busyness of the work, that we miss what he wants to work in our heart. You know, be that example. They look up to you. I want to be that dad that is just so work. I, I've worked on myself. I've transitioned. I, I, I stopped drinking. I, I've come to a higher level of self-awareness that I can just give that away to my family because these are my people. They come first. And unfortunately, I had to go through some rough, rough patches in my life, in my marriage, in my children to finally figure that out. To realize what is important. And that's where it falls back into prioritizing. Because you will make time for what's important. I promise you that. Here are some highlights from Victoria Walker and Bobby Petroselli. Lions are known as kings of the, of the beasts of the animal kingdom. Jesus was the greatest leader the world has ever known. He was bold, courageous, undefeated, countercultural, unafraid. He would not settle. He led by example. He commissioned his followers to go out and make other disciples. He had the inner strength not to eat for 40 days. He was tempted and still stayed strong in his position as a leader. The chicken thought says, I'm afraid. I don't have what it takes. This is too risky. The lion thought says, I have not been given a spirit of fear. It is not by might nor by power, but by, by God's spirit that I will persevere in my God-given purpose and calling. I can, I will, watch me. And leadership becomes automatic as believers. And I'm dealing with us, Joe, as believers. As a believer in Christ, and in the power of the Holy Spirit, the more I plug into the Holy Spirit, the more I be still and know that he's the Lord, the more my sheep know my voice, the more I sow in the spirit and not the flesh, the more I'm led by the spirit, the more I seek the spirit, then everything I need to be who God's called me to be is literally given and added unto me. It becomes automatic. Like you've heard me say before, Joe, you don't go to the gym to find a muscle. You go to the gym to develop the muscle you got. We got the greatest muscle in the universe living in us, the Holy Spirit. And the simplicity, even what my sister was sharing, the simplicity of the gospel and us as believers, the more I'm in tune with the Holy Spirit, the more I'll be the leader, be the man, be the father, be the person I'm supposed to be. Here are some highlights from James Cooper and Jeff Cochran. And then he recognizes the authority that God gave him. He says, I'm going through this. I'm doing this so that what? So that I can glorify you, God. How many of us start our day with the mindset, with the approach, with the mission of glorifying God in all we do? Now, quite frankly, we start that way. We might even we wake up with our morning prayers and uh, we spend some quiet time with the Lord when when time permits, right? You know, uh, if you, here, I'm in the Baltimore, D.C. area. I'm, I'm just north of Baltimore. And when I was working in corporate America, I used to have to drive down to Northern Virginia. It was a 70 mile drive, but a two, two and a half hour trip sometimes. And, you know, if I'm running late, I'm out the door. And so I'm doing worship in the, on the highway. 
you know, trying to spend some time getting myself prepared for the Lord, but I'm already running through my to-do list, things I have to do today. The first thing I have to do is give honor to God, put myself in the right perspective. Where do I fit in this? Because as you said earlier during your opening, Joe, it's not about me. It's all about him. So once I get that in alignment, now I can start my day. Now I can say, what would you have me do today, Lord? How would you like me to spend it? Here's what I'm presenting to you as my offering to glorify you. But what is it that you want me to do? Because he will sidetrack you. He will derail you. He will send you on an off ramp so that you can be of more value and of more use to the kingdom. To develop. So if I can develop me, I can develop someone else. But the second thing, after I develop me, I equip someone else. I equip other people to pick up what I have put down in front of them. Much easier to pick up what someone else has handed to you than to pick it up and understand it yourself. And the last thing, you deploy them. You deploy them to lead others, to teach others. And what that means is it's a simple push where you come up behind someone you've led and you say, you know what? I know you think you're not ready, but I see in you the potential right now to change the world. And as long as I'm here holding your hand, you're not going to reach your full potential. I want you to step into greater things than I have done. If that sounds familiar, Jesus said to his disciples, he said, you will do even greater things than you've seen me do. It was the model of leadership. If you're worried about the people who you lead showing you up, then you don't understand leadership yet, right? Okay, the greatest thing I could do for my leadership is to turn out 100 leaders who are way better than me. Because if I developed them, what does it matter if they're way better than me? It means I help them step into their full potential. Here are some highlights from Chris Tice and James Mejias. Note the theme here. It's servant leadership. That's the greatness that comes out of that. I've heard that several times this week. Then we put people first in our pursuit for how we are influencing them. We can become greater ourselves, which continues to lift them up. We become stronger. We become more unified. It's a unified front that wants to bridge generational gaps and become problem solvers, not problem creators. You see, we've all been gifted with the ability to shine the light of Christ. See, if you want to be a leader, you have to be the example. You've got to want to shine that light. Romans 116 says, for I am unashamed of the gospel of Jesus. Why? Because he saved us. He leads us. He guides us every day. And leadership is an art. It's something we have to work on. It's something we have to communicate about. We have to train and develop on. But if we constantly communicate, we train and develop these skills, these talents, these gifts that we've been given, we're unstoppable. We're going to talk about your greatest leadership tool. And if you learn how to activate that, and how, you, first of all, like if you learn how to become aware of it, and then you learn how to, to uh, develop it, oh man, when you, when you use that tool, you, you will engage people like Christ. So the greatest leadership tool, you ready to know what, this is, what, what it is? It's your heart. Your greatest leadership tool is your heart. It's not your experience. It's not your knowledge and it's not your skills. You know, at the end of the day, people don't, at the end of the day, people are not going to care what you know until they know how much you care, right? 
And and not only that, you can be you can be the most competent dude or whatever or woman with your skill set, right? But at the end of the day, if you don't care about that person, man, it comes off fake. You know, it comes off you know uh, disingenuous. And so and so people know that. And and people don't. I mean, we don't like fake people. People want real. They want authentic, right? And because at the end of the day. It matters what they know. Do they know that I care about them? Do they know that do they know that I that I seek their greatest good and mean them no harm? So that question earlier, well, man, how do I engage? If your mindset, if your mind is set on seeking someone's greatest good and meaning them no harm, you're going to authentically connect with that person. Here are some highlights from Arena Carrington and Elsa Flores-Lloyd. Negative, they didn't start out that way, but over time, as I, as life happened and I felt, pound, you know, as life just kind of pounded down upon me and I didn't seek the Lord every morning like I used to. And I, I didn't go to bed, um, you know, I always prayed, but I didn't read the word uh, consistently. And so I start my, my mindset started flipping and it just didn't go well. And so, so again, I had to take humility. I had to open my heart. I had to meditate on him. I had to empower me first and then my children, my family. And so it was all about heart posture. That's what God is after is our heart posture. And so, you know, to be quite honest, I felt bitterness in my heart for, for some time because of some things that had happened. I had to replace that and, and, and really surrender that and allow God to uproot that so that I could have love truly residing in my heart. And, you know, I had to ask the question, like, am I really, am I really, really, really loving with the love that I had at the beginning? And so as a leader, I believe that we have to stop and examine ourselves. And, and really, if we are going to be the leaders that, that we need to be for our children, it is so important that we take the time to examine ourselves and, and really develop ourselves. Like, um, so that we can be the women and the men that you that God has called us to be. What I do personally is those things that I'm able to control, I work on that. Those things that I cannot control, which is another person's behavior, I can't control what they do. Then I have to make a choice. Okay, do I allow this toxicity to affect me, to come in my heart, to come in my mindset and allow that to ruin who I am? So sometimes we can improve that relationship by talking to those toxic leaders, but in the case that you're not, and I have to keep this job, is that you start the day with prayer and you say, you know what, this is the day the Lord has made. I will be glad and rejoice in it. And Lord, please help me deal with this individual. Please help me not to allow this negativity to come into my heart. Please help me 
pray for this person that whatever it is that is bothering this person, can they can work it, they can work through that so that they can become the leaders, that, the leader that they're meant to be. And it's like, wow, what, what a way to bring these five days to a close. And I wanted to make sure to come back in here. For those of you that, that may have missed the replays, you still have an opportunity to capitalize on the replays for life. Because the leaders, they all in here said that, you know what, it's great that we're going through this. They're dropping a lot of nuggets, but you don't want to lose out on coming back and getting this training and taking those notes on some of the things that, look, you might not have gotten that download on the first view or the first part of the training, the first summits, the uh, days that we had, and then getting and gleaning back on some new things that were dropped. So you can capitalize on all the training because we get to continually grow as leaders. And that was the one of the biggest running things through here is that leaders are continual learners. We are continual followers and having these connections that were made in here, these speakers that can still speak into your life available. And so uh, we're, I'm going to put the link in here in the comments. And look, guys, use this link to invest in yourself with these, these 10 awesome speakers. And then we'll also have those two bonus trainings that we had available to everybody that you can have. Because after tonight, after tonight, all, all the videos are going away. And then we're making this available for you guys. Because... Somebody once said it in here is like, if you don't invest in it, you're not going to take it seriously. But guys, this is serious, serious words of knowledge that can put just awesome tools and foundations of leadership within your life. And we did this because it's invaluable. Like we said, some of these speakers that are on here, they've been in leadership for over 30 years. I've been in leadership for over 22 years. So if you can look at it, they say an average, maybe average was 10 years per speaker. Wow. That's over 100 years worth of leadership, development, honing it, understanding God, developing with God, experiences, lessons learned that you can take within your leadership capacity and if you're a beginner leader, this is what you need. You don't want to miss out on this. So again, putting the, the link in there for you guys to have. And you know what? This is something that you don't want to miss out on. I'm just saying, if I would have had something like this a long time ago, I would have taken action on it. But I'm glad that we're presenting this to you so you can take action on it. Because this is invaluable leadership training invaluable and you'll see this investment here is well worth the investment it's an investment in you if you don't take action with on yourself who else, no one else will but thank god we had this summit here to give you the tools that you can use at home in your workplace as a leader in your business because this will only add more value to your toolbox it'll add more productivity It'll add more cohesiveness and clarity to your life and to your business. 
and we want to make sure you have access to this for a lifetime. So God bless you guys. I wanted to make sure to come and talk to you guys to make sure you know that this is still available for you to take advantage of until midnight tonight. And for those of you that know me, hey, you, you can always get a hold of me. And I, I know I let all the, uh, all the other speakers, they offer their, their services. And you know what? Take advantage of those services, especially all of those that said, look, I'm giving you a free strategy lesson session with them. I was like, look, guys, take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. Because we can always have room for development in our life to grow, to hone, to to see God's wisdom and grace and things so we can go to the next level. Because he doesn't want us to stay in mediocrity. He wants us to continually grow in him to experience more and more of his abundance, more and more of his grace, more and more of what he is doing in your life and in the lives of others. Because that's what he came to do. He came to come into this earth to show his grace, his mercy, his awesomeness and power and love and his healing to him through each and every one of us. And you know what, guys, have a, such a wonderful day, a wonderful weekend, and we look forward to serving you more. And also, hey, for those guys that don't know it, we put a survey in here in the, in the People First Leadership Summit Facebook group. And again, uh, if you still want to come in, <laughs> use the link that we provided to purchase the summit uh, videos and the bonus training that we had, the pre-training, the two uh, bonus trainings, plus the 10 speaker trainings. It's a super awesome value. And my goodness, take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. You've gotten more out of here than you would ever get through a regular leadership course this is christian leaders that have been there done that bought the t-shirt i can't stress it enough that they poured into your lives and they're making themselves available all right so have a wonderful day